and, and, I, and I hope this wasn't cut, but hit it right like a Israelite. Israelite. Okay. All right. Just do the last plug. Yeah. Um, I'm Chi. Sometimes they call me Queen Chi, and this was my golden hour. But hit him with the wink. That was smooth last time. <laughs> Okay, so I, I want to preface this by saying if, if this conversation seems um, if, if this conversation seems organic, it's because this is not she and I's first encounter. I'm probably, At all. To be honest with you, I'm probably I'm not closer with any guests other than she. We've had a couple of car rides together, talked a, a multitude of times over the past month and a half. Yeah. Right there, bud. It's family, man. And just like family, <laughs> sometimes we fight. No, nah, not nah, even. Nah, he <laughs> thinks he thinks we fight. I'm I'm just assertive. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. I, that's why I think when you had told me last time we talked that like, you feel like you have a good business mind. I was like, Yeah, you got to <laughs> be like that. People people are very passive. Like I spend a lot of time in my life being passive. I can't be like that. Procrastinating. Not even pro. Well, procrastinating is like a present thing. But um, pa- passivity is like when you don't you don't like vocalize like what you need or what you require in order to do certain things. So like, me and you were doing. You asked me to do a podcast. I'm gonna tell you, hey man, I need this, this, that, and that. Hopefully it's not a lot, but sometimes niggas require shit. I understand. Yeah. I, I totally get it. And I and I'll. I think what what I was happy about when you said that I was like, yo, you know what? Maybe I should. I should analyze the music more, even though we're close off rip. Yeah. I mean, you are up here promoting your music nonetheless, which is why most people come up, even though we're cool. It's the truth, though. Yeah. I mean, every time someone comes up here, it's because it's a platform. They want to share this shit, so I totally get it. So I just want to make sure I didn't even run this by you beforehand. Am I cool talking about the Israelite song in terms of God? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's great. Okay, so that's one of the first songs on the project, right? Yeah, it's the third song. I w- originally, it was going to be the first song. Well, and, and you had told me you f- actually feel like you're an Israelite. And, yeah. And I couldn't fully wrap my head around it. Can you just try to elaborate that in the most simplistic way possible? Okay. And I, and I know it's like just a, it's a kind of a elaborate thing to talk about. Okay. Well, uh, in... An Israelite, a Hebrew Israelite, is really, in the simplest way I could put it, is really any black, brown, or Native American person. So South is an Israelite? Yep, even if you don't know it. Why? Um, Because his bloodline leads back to Abraham. So where does my bloodline lead back? Um, <laughs> hmm. I don't, well, white people, the, the lines be blurred, but um, most white people lead back to um, Esau, Jake, um, Jacob's brother. Oh, right. I forgot Jacob had a brother. Yeah. And they had, they had mad beef, right? Oh, yeah. Jacob and Esau hated each other. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, we're cool, right? <laughs> yeah, we're cool. Thank God we're cool. 
Um, I think I think we're cool because, like, Christ died on the cross for like us to all be cool. So, I'll Alleg- be allegedly. Yeah, I'll be honest. I think from a religious standpoint, I and mind you, I also went to Catholic school. I don't really have a deep, deep understanding of how biblical theology affects us today. Do you yeah. think? But but you see it all the time in your day to day. Yeah, I see it everywhere. I think. I think the Bible is really just like a history book. Do you think it's a mandate? In which ways? For humans. Do you think it's Oh, like- yeah, totally. Especially the Old Testament. I think the New Testament too, but like the New Testament has been interpreted on a world base in a very odd way. So the lines have been blurred. Like a lot of people think about Jesus as this like ben- very benevolent, like, um... He's he's like he's like God, benevolent God or whatever. But like when I look at Jesus, I remember this passage when a Canaanite woman walked up to Jesus and said, Master, Master, help me. My daughter is plagued by Satan. Can you please help me? This is the best part of, of the New Testament to me. This shit was G'd up. Um, Jesus Jesus uh, turned his head and he was like, <laughs> the fuck is this bitch doing here? And he called the disciples and he was like, yo. Get this woman away from me. I don't want to talk to her because she's a Canaanite. And then, like, the the description of that was that... That seems so unlike Jesus. I know, right? Nobody ever that. talks about that, right? But the description of that was that I I came here for division, not for unification. Who, the Canaanite or Jesus? Jesus said that. What? I thought He Jesus- said, disciples, security, get this woman away from me. Like, dead ass. You would never think Jesus would do that, right? Yes. That's in the Bible, though. He did that wait, a lot. Wait, so when you say Jesus was was made for division, that uh, that is just totally on the opposite end of the spectrum than I think what most people think Jesus of. Yeah, I you know. You think he's someone that tries to encompass all people, unify all people. Is it just that is it just that passage in the New Testament that leads to um theory like that? I might Jesus, call it Jesus I did that. Jesus did, did things like that quite often. Um I think a lot of people don't understand that like Jesus came because there was a lot of terrible shit going on and the terrible shit became the standard and became the norm so when he says i came for division what that means is that i came for those people who get it and get what i'm trying to do to join me in the movement because i'm not going to be here forever and not everybody's going to get it even now i see all over the place like like in the last like two months there's there's been so many mass shootings like mass shootings in churches mass shootings in mosques Mass shootings in temples. Like, Jesus Jesus was like, yo, bro, I get it. Like, God said, yo, bro, I get it. Like, y'all don't want to fuck with me. Okay, cool. But, like, whoever gets this, I need y'all to get it and run with it. Because not everyone's going to get it. Even now, I see most people don't get it. Well, that's like, that's, you're kind of painting a, a picture of Jesus as, like, being wicked and ambitious. Which is something I never even thought of. Like, I mean, I know Jesus was on a mission, but, like, he had a mission from Christ, but... He had a mission from Most High God, but it, Yahweh. Yeah, but I didn't even know Jesus was on some shit, like, yo, fuck that bitch, don't talk to like, me. Like, obviously, he probably didn't call her a B-word, but he was definitely like, hey, yo, yo, get, get her out of here, like, yo. You a groupie. Like, for <laughs> real, like, yo, move her out of my face. Um, Jesus, Jesus was definitely very ambitious because he was... He he knew what mission he was on, but it was so divine that it doesn't even it doesn't even seem like he'd have human characteristics like that. 
That's the problem, though. Everybody like kind of like puts Jesus on a, on a weird he's pedestal. He's the Messiah, right? You're supposed to. Yeah, but but this is what he wanted us to get: is that what I'm doing, you can do it too. Like you can do it too. You're supposed to do it. The the way I'm walking is yeah, the but, way we're all supposed to walk. But his impact was so heavy that it's just it's hard to think that anybody could do what he did slash sought out to do. There were people like Jesus before Jesus came. Je- Jesus was supposed to be a, a reboot of Moses. From Is that the Old Testament? Yeah, Moses is the man in Exodus. Yeah, no, no, I understand. So why is Jesus a reboot? Because Moses, Moses came here to give the law. Like, he got the Ten Commandments. And they called Jesus the Word. Yeah, so I gotta catch up on the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> everybody really has to catch up on the Bible. I know my Bible, so like... I know I know how to speak on this, but like all this all this stuff is in the Bible. And the cool thing about the Bible is like whatever you see in the Bible, you see evidence of it in a history book. You see evidence of it in a psychology book. You see evidence of it in astrology. You see evidence of it in numerology. You see evidence of it in food. You see evidence of it in slavery. Exactly. It's everywhere. It's just it's, it's just it was there first. So so this was a another thing we had just talked about in the whip. But like is. Isn't it so crazy that faith is such a resound part of how people move and like what they think about humanity? And then on the other time, on the other side of things, people use it to be so divisive and yeah. like people use it for a political agenda. I just think that's the craziest shit ever. How does yeah. that, why does that happen? And I'm sorry if this is like such a profound question. I just feel like no, you're it's probably okay. one of the only person I can have a conversation like this with. Um, Hmm. I, I think, like, religion. Like, I, I was telling you before, I'm not religious. I'm a spiritual, spiritual person. But I think re- religion has a way of forming the mind, informing the mind in a certain way to, like... Like, the the mind controls behavior. Mm-hmm. The mind controls uh, desires, even, sometimes. Well, your mind controls everything. That's what people don't even know. Your heart controls everything. Everything you see in your mind comes from your heart. That's in the Bible too, but that's even that's science though. You y'all can look that up. That's heart studies. Look up the the heart study. They'll tell you everything that we come up with in our mind is a reflection of things that come from the heart. That's science. They've they've already proven that. But um, and the heart is your spiritual being. No, the heart is just a vessel. The heart. The, the heart is the organ. Has a mind. The this heart. Is new is, yeah, I know. And and I, what I'm what I'm really trying to say with my music is most shit that we're supposed to know is is somehow news to everybody, and I think that's a big problem. Well, yeah, I think that's I think that's something I asked you the first time, mind you. So the first podcast we ran was back at Encore, then she came back. Oh, it seems yeah. like months ago, right? Yeah, that was fun. That was a good one. Yeah, man. I fucked that one. That's when Yoshi wasn't so dirty. Like, I got Yoshi. coffee stain all over him. Yoshi. But uh. Who was drinking I, coffee around Yoshi? Let's probably get, get let's that probably, drug probably, away from him. It's probably Big Bochy, man. I'll see. Big Bochy was off the yeah, space yeah. juice. Whoa. <laughs> um, so Explains I, a lot. So I think, like, I think one thing I said to you over there, I was like, and I, I squeezed it right at the end. I was like, can you explain, like, why this stuff's all over your Instagram in order to, to promote your tape? Because there's all those pictures. Okay, of, of so the explosion. I, yeah, of like the 9-11 ex- explosion, correct? Yeah. So, I think I, I started to get it a little bit more after I'd listened to the tape through like five, six times. 
to be honest, I still don't fully understand it. Like why I utilize that or I, how it fully connects to the to the tape. Okay. Is that okay if I ask about that? Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I talk about um, the, de- the the deception behind nine eleven because I think it like resembles a lot of what's going on all the time. Like we're we're very easily deceived, and the people who kind of like control the world, the, the world that we live in, they deceive us on purpose because they have their own like kind of end result. Like you know what the American end result was of um, the nine eleven bombing, World Trade Center bombing. E- elaborate. What was uh, it? It was the reason why we bomb shit in the first place is because it's a call to nationalism. And in America, what nationalism represents is like we all band together. Pride in the country. Yeah, and what that really is is an excuse to go to war. That's what it it always ends up as. It, it happened in World War One, World War Two. Happened on war on Iraq. Happened in the war on drugs. Nationalism. Oh, let's band together and have pride for our country before some faction that the government presented destroys this place. Not even that they're real factions. It's like the government created terrorism. The government created the Cold War. Like, that's not... <laughs> that's not, like, real shit. So These think- are, like, fake concepts that are, like, we... We run with them though because we we do want to protect ourselves and well, we're well yeah that's what I'm saying I think a lot of what the government provides is it provides just a, a certain amount of safety for the, the illusion of person. safety but yeah yeah the, the illusion, the, the illusion. because people dying every day still absolutely from violence but you don't think that the sense of safety promotes a a better community of people don't you think if everyone felt safe it's everyone might act a little bit better. Or behave better. What I'm, that's that's ideal as fuck, and like that would be nice. But when do we really ever feel safe? Why does it take like the government formulating a, a mass explosion for us to like come together and start wanting to be safe? Like, why didn't we do that before there was a bombing? Why don't we do that before these things have to come about? And I, who really wants to go to war? Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't believe in the in the army. Like, no disrespect to anybody who who joined the army or whatever. But I'm not about to fight like some white dude's war in a suit because he's in the suit and in, in the White House. And then I'm about to go die so he can make some bread. That don't make sense to me. Well, I I think back to your thing about saying that. And that's kind of what what I like put that in the album. It's well, just well, yeah, I so. How does this how does this tie into the concept of the album about your distaste Just, with like American government? Um so the government formulates disaster in order first of all it's really to to like say hey government I see you like y'all not slick like some of us understand I'm coming for your neck some of us understand <laughs> some of us understand what you guys are trying to do and what you guys have done and I'm not like I'm not a friend or a fan of it. I'm not down with that. And then the other part of it was that um, we we live in a self-destructive state already. Like I think, like the American lifestyle is very self-destructive, as as it is. I know this is broad, but can you just further on that? Black on black crime. You think that's the American system? Drugs. That's definitely from the system. You're you're poor, so in order for you to survive, you go into your lowest state of yourself. You you kill your you kill your brother. You you um, rob people. 
you lie, you take government assistance, and it becomes a cycle. You can't even eat the right food because everything in your neighborhood is McDonald's and um, the liquor store. It's like it's like cyclical, and your children are born into the same shit you were born into. So it's like this shit kind of just like cycles around, and that's not that like we don't we're not the people who put that shit there. We're not even the people who brought ourselves to this land. We're the people who built the land, and like we live in the lowest parts of it. Like these are like things that were put onto people, put onto the Israelites. I just think it's it's an interesting perspective, and I'm not disagreeing with anything you just said. But I just think it's interesting that you have a have a distaste for American society. Yet you're also an artist that's like, from what I can see, hustles, you know, and like you work hard, which I think is probably the biggest benefit to American society that the hardest worker is, is the winner. You feel me? And I feel like the hardest worker is innately the one that's going to help better society. Yeah. Do you agree? Um, to an extent, I think, I think most of what that is, is we are like animals, so like what what what's natural to us is survival. So the best of us will do what needs to be done in order to survive. So I think that's that's like how I can see that part of myself, me being a hustler or whatever. It's really just like there are things that I desire and um, I could roll over and be like a victim to American bullshit or I can just Get, go out there and get what the fuck I want to get because other people are getting it. Why can't I get it? Well, but yeah, but that's that's something America provides, though. Not ev- there's not everywhere. In the what world. do you What do you mean by that? I what mean, does America provide? Opportunity. That's that. A lot of places in the world would not offer. Like you know how many places you could really start up your own business based on your own talent. America's really one of one. I think that's that's partly an illusion too. I won't take take that away from America. People do move here for that sense of I have more opportunity here. But I could start my business in Nigeria right now and be booming. Like <laughs> booming way more than in America. I'm surprised I haven't done it. Well, well I could start my business in Switzerland right now and be booming. Like America's so cool, right? We we don't have universal healthcare like we don't our our schooling system is is a, is a jug. I think I think America's really good at illusion. And and I think that's why I put that in my album. Cuz cuz part of the explosion that I I was creating for myself as a self-governing person, part of the explosion that I was creating for myself is like I feel like I want to self-destruct out of the self-destructive behavior. Like that was the bomb for me. But that's why I'm back on my bullshit cuz I know more. And I feel better about it, and I feel more empowered. Because I don't I, like the, that's just an illusion so, so, to me. Yes, yeah, yeah, so I so I wanna I wanna just make sure I can tie the music into as much as this. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting conversation for me. So you actually here you the tape itself you think is is a time marker for a total reinvention of yourself. Yeah. So before the tape, you felt like you were a totally different person. Um, I feel, I feel like since I started making music, there's been a great transition between like me being a sort of vain person and me having certain 
understandings and realizations that have made me feel like hmm, maybe it's not cool that I'm really like that like maybe all that shit's not even really wavy money and and so then and what so people think about you and so so was it was it an awakening totally I, I mean i know it sounds like totally profound but was it an awakening through the music or did it happen before the tape actually had its um, inception it was definitely i think music and art in general is like the, the expression of life so like expression of happenings and it's like it's something you want to survive you almost in a way so for me, like me creating that, it came from, it was a result of certain things happening to me. And then from that, I'm inspired to create music about it. I think that's how like most people who, who make good music, like that's how the music comes about. It's like, it's a reflection of shit that had happened to you or shit that is happening. It might not be happening necessarily to you, but shit that's happening. And it's it's profound enough that it inspired you to create so how much so i'm just trying to make sure i can just pull the pieces together yeah so how much of this awakening i'm kind of getting hot it is the heat's on take it up yo south would you mind just shutting this off this light off real quick it's like right by your head other one cool also oh, yo come in front of the camera yo my best buddy south's in the building he, he came out the cave this my fucking dog. <laughs> and and for anybody watching, South is dropping a tape coming up. I know we're, we're in deep talk mode, but South, I promise you, I'll go sail mode for you, man. It's a scary, scary sight when Big Boats go sail mode. I'm about to get an exclusive listening session after this. Do you have everything? Yeah, you, you got everything on you? Yeah. That's my fucking guy. <laughs> Just nice. So, um... I'm just trying to pick your brain, like. Don't pick my brain too much, though, because I want to laugh on this. Yeah, we, we always laugh. This is the the third time we've done this, and usually we be laughing all day on this shit. I know, but I want to make sure, like, I re give real value to let you. Thank speak you, your thank shit. you, and I appreciate that. I appreciate um, that a lot. How frequently does like does biblical influence play on your day to day in the way you map your behavior? All day long. So Every is, day. is that is that a mindset thing? It is a mindset. So can someone acquire that? Of course. Read the word. You will see. Read the word. The Bible says, I will strike thee with mad madness and astonishment of heart. After you find out who I am, all you want to do is find out more. Because you find yourself in that. That's what that's what I was trying to say with B-O-M-B. In so many words. Like, I, I even... I. I only wanted there to be like one song where I kind of spoke biblically about it. and Israelite is kind of ignorant. Like it's not, I won't say it's the most profound um, shit that you I've say written I'm about an Israelite. God. That's why, that's I why I'm it hitting right. it right. That's, 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 yeah, I don't really that's get that. that. It's pretty much what I'm saying is if you think about the Israelites, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be racial here. If you think about people who are truly considered the Israelites in God's eyes, we're the top athletes in the world top musicians in the world got the biggest dick most beautiful women it's um <laughs> you're blessed yeah we're blessed that's why so i'm, I'm hitting so it I'm right, that's why I'm hitting so it I'm right. no you're not fucked if unless you unless you you take yeshua as your lord and savior you're not fucked 
That's why he came here, so we can get get along. But I'm a dub, so anyone's not. Nah, not fuck with you though. Ah, uh, yeah, that's family, I guess. I fuck with you though. So that that's that's <laughs> like, what matters though. Like you're like, okay, bro. Niggas <laughs> gotta show niggas gotta show love to every to every body. Like that's that's what matters, and we don't we don't do. So that an Israelite enough. is a it's a greater it's a greater race of people. Um, it's God's chosen people. So yeah, you can say that. I just think that's so weird for me from a Christianity standpoint. Because Christianity is just doesn't supposed to be, teach that. Yeah, it's supposed to be all encompassing. It's not like I there's know. like a chosen people. It's like everybody is I, can accept the salvation. I think it's of God. kind of somber, and it, almost for me, like having that realization, it makes me a bit uncomfortable to speak on that because I have friends from all all over the place. But at the same time, like I I understand who I am more through that. I understand. I understand who people in power are more through that. It it puts things in a more, um, not realistic because reality is perspective, but it puts things in a more truthful, altruistic standpoint for me. Things become real that way. Things make more sense. So, here here's one question. Last one on the Christianity. I just I don't really have like, Christian talks yeah. like this. But, um, Say spirituality, not spirituality. Excuse me. Um, do you ever think that the testament that that you deem to be so important to you could somewhere along the line be misconstrued totally. over, over all these years? So, totally. So how do you have access to the actual source? Um, that's where the spirituality. Piece so I guess comes, that's where faith probably in. comes in. Yeah, that's where it comes in because, because for me it wasn't so much that I I read this and it was like all right bet that's who I am. It was more like you read it and then you, you feel you it, man. Feel it. You're like whoa, everything makes I'm sense saved. now. Oh my, <laughs> it's not even about being saved because I don't believe I'm saved yet. Oh, you got think earn, about you got to earn that. Yeah. Just like everybody on the podcast. Everybody Yo, I understand. Wait, shit. excuse me. Sidebar. I understand. Everyone wants to get a podcast. I was in the same exact position two years ago when I was making YouTube videos. I hit up every single fucking blog. I'd stay up every night emailing everybody, scraping, pretending fake accounts, everything. I get it. But nonetheless, this show wouldn't be important if I didn't have a standard. So you just got to earn it to come up here. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Just earn it. Just earn it. Just earn it. Just hustle and earn it. The greatest things in life are earned. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you make like faith. <laughs> faith without work is null and void. That's a Bible verse. Just, that's just what I'm saying. Just earn it. Just hustle for it and earn it. Just like anything. Just work just hard for everything. It. Yeah. Good. Thanks. I stamped that 100. <laughs> percent Granddaddy Boach. <laughs> um, uh, yo. So I I hit up Jim Mason. I tried to get up here. She said she was sick or something. Oh damn. But n- nothing. Jen, you gotta drink the ginger tea, mama. Is that what it comes from? Is, does her name come from like drinking gin? No, I don't want to say her government name. Okay, all right, yeah, it's don't. it's a it's a short nickname. For her. It's a nickname. Yeah. Oh, word. Okay. Um, maybe maybe that has some. I don't know, Jen. You never told me. Maybe the the, the gin part might have something to do with something because her her music is very like uh, loose, sexy, and sultry. So uh, that's why I'm saying we should South. You should have a a rebrand. Completely reimage yourself to problem solve itself. Cause, cause this, cause, this dude's a consultant, artist consultant. Well, no. So, so South, <laughs> South and I have this thing called the problem solver. 
which is pretty much just like any bottle of booze you will ever find. Oh yeah. And South is much like Vortex. Shout out to Jordan. We're just changing <laughs> up completely, man. Yeah, I didn't know you know this guy. Makes sense. Oh, uh, two nuts. Two nuts. Two big nut bags. Well, he's the he's the craziest of them all, bro. Oh, it's always the quiet ones. <laughs> That's a fact. I believe it. I believe it. Yo, so the first time I got hip to cheese music was it's a girls' night. It's oh. a girls' night. Hey, yeah, that's a good shout out to Super that's, Smash Bros. I really like that tape. It's cohesive as hell. Yeah, it's good six songs. That's just a summer thing. Um, it's always girls' night though. No. Don't don't ask South that question. Are you on that one? Yeah, oh, I'm the last verse on that. That's crazy. I that, that. Thank oh, no, you. You have a couple of songs with that, with Jin, right? That you dropped? yeah, we did we did a whole six song project, me and Jin, with the Smash Bros. With the Smash Bros. That's why I shouted them out. Shout to Bros, my, my man. Fam. Yeah, we did, me and Jen, and she's on B1B too, on yeah, track, track 10, sideline. Shout out my boy, uh, Oblique, Obiamuzi, from Jersey. He made that beat. He's like he's like Timbaland. He got the Timbaland style to beats. That's a that's big, a, that's a big compliment. Psst. What's his name, Oyen Juicy? <laughs> Obiamuzi. I gotta get Space Juicy. Oblique, <laughs> Oblique Productions. Oh, my Nigerian niggas, yo, we out here. Yo, point to your Oblique on your body. No, I'm pointing at you. Nah, you're too high. It's your fucking rib. It's right here. Oh, really? Yeah. Alright, fucked up. I told you, I'm leaning out. Watch your shorty all winter. So you would slow down in the winter. <laughs> he told me that winter. outside. I was like, I was like, damn. Brace yourself. I'm gonna get big. <laughs> My jawline's gonna get straight. My whole face is gonna lean out. I'm gonna look sexy you as hell. You on protein? On protein? It helps. I can't breathe without protein, man. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Was she was, I was nervous. About to say, I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, oh, no, people don't uh, people don't protein workout. I know it happens. Well, 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 there will be a point where I take steroids as a 40 year old man, 100. percent Okay. If you, I, 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 I could dead ass see you if you really got into lifting. You would love it, like re- I, real I body. To, I used shit. to lift a lot. Did you? I used to work out a lot. Actually, I lost a lot of weight this year. I lost like up to 40, 40 to 50 pounds. You lost 50 pounds this year? Yeah, I was I was like 170. I was like I was like between 160 170 for like majority of my high school life. High school middle school life. You couldn't you wouldn't notice though cuz I was really built. I was just really athletic when I was a kid and I used to dance. I used, this I used year to play alone basketball. you lost Yeah, this year, this year and a bit of last year, mostly this year. What what did you do? I I can't even tell you. Everybody's been asking me. I think honestly it's depression and then just like yeah, no appetite type shit. Yeah, and smoking weed. Like you know how weed sometimes will like fuck your appetite up. You don't yeah, yeah, you won't want to eat unless okay. Well, I know my potheads out there. Like sometimes you won't want to eat unless you're high, type thing. And then for me, like I broke out of the munchies. Munchies didn't work on me anymore. It's just I'm high. It doesn't mean I want to eat. So I just kind of just lost my appetite. It was really depressed. And I was working out a little bit. It was like walking a lot. And it's crazy because I wanted to lose weight for the longest. I was trying to lose weight for so fucking like, damn, long. You actually get depressed and more often. Bro. I I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't like recommend it, but like it definitely like it was like when I was least expecting to lose weight, it just started falling off of me. And then before I knew it, I'm like, damn, my clothes don't fit me anymore. Why can't I fit these size two pants? It was just weird. Like these pants I'm wearing right now is definitely size two. 
that's like a never, never, ever, ever was able to put that on. I used to be like a so eight, that's, eight, that's that's kind six, of a, eight, ten. Uh, size six pants. I don't really know. Not really, works. like like eight, eight, ten. I, I mean, I bought yeah. my first pair of pants on my own like two days ago. I got no clue how sizes work. Like that, I said <laughs> TJ Maxx. She's like, you don't know your size. I'm like, that's how I'd be now. Shut up, lady. That's how I'd be now because I don't even know my size anymore. And I and then I started going to the gym earlier this year, so now I'm just really lean. Like I'm. So that's mad weird because most people when they lose weight, they're like, yo, bro, I'm starting to feel kind of sexy, dead ass. I do feel sexy, but I felt sexy back. Nah, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. You feel more sexy right? now. 100%. For sure, for sure. Especially feel- after I got back in the gym, I was like, oh shit. Like my six pack is back. My V cut is back. These are things that I had <laughs> in seventh shit. grade, you know? In seventh grade, I was hot. I was real hot. And then I don't know what happened. Eighth grade, I didn't have a job. I stayed home. You started getting ugly? I didn't get ugly. I was still cute, but I just gained mad weight. I just ate mad rice and stew at home all day. <laughs> I would eat like three plates of rice and stew and not do anything. Just watch TV every day. That's eighth grade was when South was the sexiest. Pause. But that ass, <laughs> bro. South hit puberty. Seen his face just now. Well, South hit puberty before everybody. Oh word! And he was he was kicking me to mad advanced shit. You had when that I, growth spurt. No, in okay. fifth grade. Okay. In fifth grade, he had the growth spurt. Oh, damn. I'm like, what's up, big bro? How you doing, man? <laughs> big South. You're like, what? You're like, what's up, little buddy? <laughs> and he used to bully me. So here, here's actually a funny story. About so that's why South. you're working out? Oh, yeah. So you can never no, no, no. be another South I, again? No, no, I will tell you something off rip. I I didn't hit puberty until I was 17. Mm. 18, maybe. I was late as hell, right? I always knew yeah. it was going to be big as fuck. But I like pause again me and south are walking around this place in cambridge called fresh pond i pick up my shirt i'm like yo bro i'm kind of built right he's like oh god oh (laughs) this is a family place get that away from me man (laughs) and i was like all right man we'll see just give me a couple years bro well it's kind of crazy um i don't know if i've hit puberty yet people be telling me all the time i either get i either get you look 25 or you look 15 15 18 people be and mostly these days people be telling me i look like i'm 15 18 now i'll be like that get that gets your head uh it's it's stopped now just because i'm kind of used to it i'm like okay it just <laughs> the thing i say now is well that means when i'm 50 i'm gonna be sexy as hell oh yeah you know i'm gonna be fire when i'm 60 i'm gonna be on my angela bassett shit who's angela bassett that's some white people shit you just said. Hey, Who's come Angela on, man. Bassett? You know I'm trying to I know. Angela it. Bassett, she's in all the Medea shits. She's in she's in everything. She's in all the black movies. Oh, I she's think I know it. Is, is she in the uh the Ruby Bridges movie as the mom? I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I'm talking about? Good luck. Something's fine. Talking about my music. Oh yeah. Uh oh get your plug off too. Make sure we get that in so I can cut you a clip. Oh my plug. Oh okay, okay. B on B streaming everywhere. It's on title, SoundCloud, Apple Music. Also well, he just did it for we me. We might do a visual or something. And at the same time, possibly new music coming next year. Well he just said it for me. Thanks, music consultant. No, I'm, I just dropped like two months ago in September. B-O-M-B, back on my bullshit. And, and I was gassing cheat in the whip. It's on everything. Look it up. It really is. Go on my IG, number one, Queen Cheat. It, it really is 
like one of the most cohesive projects I've heard out of Boston. Thanks. It means a lot to me. It's yeah. like it's actually something that you can tell was crafted and was nurtured and she cared about every bar that she spit. She wanted to make sure it was meaningful and that she wasn't just putting bullshit out. Yeah. And so that's to totally. be honest, that's the difference long term between someone who who's doing something because they want to reap the benefits and then someone that's doing something because they like truly, truly love it. Truly love it. Like I have big passion for music. I always loved music since I was a kid. That means a lot to me, fam. Because like I was telling you in the car, I did ass feel like no cap. I feel like I'm hella slept on in in this in this city for one. But I feel like I'm not I'm not a local chick. I'm a global chick. So I feel like I'm just slept on. I can't wait to drop my my debut album so people can stop sleeping. I feel you on that. I also feel slept on beyond belief. Oh yeah. It's dope. Stop though. sleeping on big No, motion. no, no, but it's dope. It is dope. It is dope. Like the underdog spirit always rises up. You know what I'm saying? Chip on your shoulder is so fucking important. For real. Man. Because because even after people start to recognize me, it it this is not it's a roly, not a stopwatch. It don't ever stop. Like it's a marathon. Like even after I maybe I get on a, not maybe I'm after I get on a chart or something. It don't ever stop. Visualize it, dude. I already know. Like that's that's manifestation. That's what God teaches. Like I just wonder like I am so I can. I wonder like a big like a big artist that I could see you like making like a huge pop record with. Um, me and Buddy, we gotta make some shit. Oh, Buddy, he's, he's like, tight. I can't believe the shine. That's he's him, right? tight. Yeah, he's tight. I fuck with his music a lot, but honestly, like me and Q-Tip gonna make some crazy shit. Q-Tip might not be charting though. Nah, me, I'm gonna put Q-Tip back on the chart. <laughs> me you, and Q-Tip from the chart. What was the last boom, like real boom bap song that was on the chart? Um, that that's a really it. good question. That's a really good question. Sucks, you know? Um, oh, it's obviously Kendrick Lamar. Ken- but, but but boom bap sonically. Um, I would I would say damn was very boom bap. It's just contemporary. That's that's the album though. I'm talking about the song. Almost every song on that shit charted. You think Element? You won't take me on my Element, element is boom bap. Boom, boom, dun, dun. You won't take yeah. Element is boom bap. It's just Maybe there's just different- hi hats in it. That's 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 what needs to happen though. Like people are forgetting how important that is. Like the reason why people can even rap on a track now is because of that simple boom bap theory that happened and created so much awesome music. I think it's dope that like the, the artists that I really love that I feel like are are like really top hip hop artists, they put a contemporary mix on boom bap. Like it's 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 modern, but it still has the the elements. That's why Kendrick is who he is. He de- he never forgot the elements. Kendrick's the outlier, man. Yeah, exactly. Because nobody else doing that. Yeah, nobody is doing that. I wonder why. Don't you think the music just shifts? I don't believe. I, I sure it can shift, but just like I said with you, like you're even kind of like kind of going back and forth with yourself. Like, is that even boom bap? If you go back and listen, it is. But like, that's the thing. It can shift, but it should never forget foundation. Foundation is important. Like, you can't build a house without a foundation. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So music can shift, sure, but, like... Yeah, showing homage, I get, but, like... But isn't it a it's good not, thing? Like, I don't know if it's homage, though. I excuse think Excuse me, the not why, shift, evolve. <laughs> evolve is such a funny that big word. big bochy, man. Because, <laughs> what, what is, work, is NBA Youngboy, is that, that's the evolution of hip-hop? 
he, he gets some dudes. He talks about real relationship problems. Nigga, he's he's whack to me. Come talk to me, NBA young boy. I think you're whack. A lot of these NBA young boy ass head head ass niggas is whack. I don't give a fuck. And they're and they're popping though. They're on the chart. Little kids are saying that's my favorite rapper. It's also from a different demo- like totally it's- demographic in space though. Like he's yeah, from like the south. And- I think we're just. I think we're just. We're watered down. Like I love what most Def said. Like people talk about hip hop like it's some mountain in the giants that comes down to visit us, but hip hop is is people. The culture of hip hop is a description of movement, description of action, description of action. So he says, if you want to know how hip hop is doing, look at yourself. If you want to know where hip hop is is going, where are we going? And that's why hip hop is whack now. That's why everybody's shit is whack now because everybody's off the zans. Everybody's ignorant. Everybody hates women. <laughs> Period. I think I just have a different perspective. I'm sure you do. I'm sure. I'm sure most people do, cause cause most people are getting down with that. But like, well, no, I just, like I, just see, I, I just see, I just see rap as something totally different. I think I like listening to it just because documents like the come up and the hustle. It's like totally entrepreneurial. I just don't think there's anything else that has a voice for that. Okay, I, I believe I can. I can and, agree with that. And so that's why I think like. But my my um, rebuttal to that is like. Well, in any industry, this, not everyone's going to be good. It's not even about being good. I think the story of most of the young rap artists shows the come up and the hustle, but I think the content is very much the contrary. It's very. It's the content is not yeah, well, forthcoming at all. It's like, what are you even talking about? But for some reason, that's receptive to the kids, though. And that's what I'm saying because that's that's where we are. We don't we don't have any substance anymore. We don't have any content. You have substance, dude. And that's why my music doesn't sound like that. I know, but you outside as an artist, though, you have substance as a person. I mean, and that's why I don't like music like that well, because you, I can't gravitate to that. Well, do you think you're generalizing? No. You, you, so I think there are a lot of people like me who would who would say the exact same thing I'm saying right now regarding absolutely rap and hip hop. But I like rap right now, and I I understand what you're saying. I still definitely have substance. Um, I and you I, you I, might even like like more substantial music because of that too. But I know I know people in our generation who like if I was to play like KRS One right now. They'll be like, yo, turn this shit off. This shit's whack. But that's just consumer taste, right? That's what I'm saying. It's not just consumer taste. If you listen to what he's saying, you listen to the content, you listen to to the the formula behind the beat, there's a lot lot of shit going into that. That that the the um sub substantial mind would have to like respect, even if they don't like it. Lionel. Lionel Brown. At the Middle East, you gotta come talk to Chi because you guys have the same exact stance on this. It was good, Lionel. Lionel. I fucked with you. He's a great guy, man. I fucked with you already. I don't even know you. Um. Okay. But I don't. I'm. I'm not a hater. No cap. I'm really not. I'm just like. I'm. I'm it does come off as being kind of a hater. That's fine. I'm not. A, I'm not a hater. It's just like that shit's whack to me because it don't do nothing for me. Anybody can make a beat. Anybody can make can like get on a beat like that and do what these people are doing. Like, I used to be so caught up in the, oh, wow, niggas freestyle that? That's kind of cool. 
yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's not really even cool. Like, what's what's your pen game like? Like, what 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 else then after you freestyle? What can you teach me? What is this gonna do for me except make me dance and want to want to do some drugs? Yeah, but so this is back to my thing about you generalizing. Don't you think you're generalizing artists? They're good artists. Um, and and those artists will not be offended by what I'm saying. Exactly. Because I'm not targeting them. But you're saying music's whack right now, but they're still artists. I'm not saying music's whack right now. I'm saying I'm saying people like people glorify some really whack artists right now. Some really whack art in general. You agree with yourself? I agree with you. I I but but isn't that any shift in music that people that are gonna like stuff that isn't necessarily good or doesn't necessarily provide value? Um it's like I think, every I think it happens pop. I think it happens quite often. Like what I'm thinking about right now is like is like when Elvis Presley came out singing rock and roll. Okay. I wasn't I was alive. People then. love that. Just look at his South ass wise NBA. Look at NBA his young boy whack. Look at his story. <laughs> like fr- first of all, first of all, you're listening. People, people be forgetting you're listening to an artist's reflection of life. So when you look at their life, you see also can see what they're reflecting in the music. Like I don't, I don't know why people are glorifying. He's like what, fifteen, seventeen, with like seven baby mamas or some shit. Maybe I'm dragging it, but I don't know. This She's is, pissed. <laughs> this is just like what I'm what I what I see on social media. I think for me it's more of like it's more of a like disdain for people than more of like NBA Youngboy cuz it's fine that he makes music. That's fine. You you uh, you got the right, brother. But like for me it's like why are we glorifying his music? Like there are other artists out there who are making like really good music, really thoughtful music, putting their all into it. And they're not being respected the way NBA Youngboy is being respected. It's a problem for me. I get it. Even Anderson Pack, like, why was he on the freshman list when he's been out for like ten years? Because he just became popular. And that's a problem because why do you have to make a, a record like NBA Youngboy and then have his backstory in order for you to pop off? Like, if if I was if I was like a Black China type, I would probably be famous by now. Why? Yeah. Why are we glorifying that? That shit's fucking whack. I don't care. I don't. That shit is terrible. <laughs> that sh- is it? Is it relatable? You relate to that? No, not me. People, That's what I'm saying. Do you relate to that? Yeah. The people in our community, yes. So says. No, to the to the image to to yeah. to, to the prescribed image of the community, which is not even a true image. And that's that's why I talk about the government like that, the way I talk about them, because they create these illusions for us to feed into and it reflects everything we do after that it reflects the music we listen to it reflects the food that we eat it reflects the people we talk to and it reflects the way we treat each other more importantly and it's it- all right so listen my iphone ran out of storage so we lost four minutes the last four minutes so she's gonna get her ones off yo i'm back okay so you asked me what's next right? what's next What's next is um, I'm going to launch the Chi Iboque brand. Smack. Smack. It's going to be uh, art and technology, culture and media brand. Multifaceted fashion, music, um, digital publication that's going to be turned into a magazine soon. Just got to like baby steps. She got a, she got a hands in a bunch. 
Yeah, and then once I graduate, hold on, let me not say once I graduate. Wait, you go to school? Yeah, I go to BU, studying mechanical engineering. I had no clue. What the hell? Nobody knows I'm I'm a mystery. Damn. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? Yeah. yeah. And you worked a job too? Yeah. Damn. I'm on a semester off right now. Okay. What the hell? Because I have to take care of my life. Straight but, you um, lied to me, man. What? No, no, I did I. So I, I go to BU. I didn't even know that. Nobody you, you really commute, knows that. Commute, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I commute. I'm trying to move to, yeah, maybe Austin, Roxbury, something like that. You and South will be roommates. Oh yeah, South mm. goes to be you. No, but he needs a new roommate. I need a fucking roommate. If you're if if you're a clean, stay in your business. Um, artist, uh, particularly young lady, hit me up. I'm I'm moving out very soon, into something nice. Okay, yeah. Wait, plug, plug. Yeah, Chi Ibokwe brand. For now, art, fashion, no, music, fashion, publication. Later on, technology, community development, art center. <clears throat> I never said that. Still still in the works. Um, some singles. Y'all going to get some singles. And my debut album, A Walk in Controversy, I'm still working on it. But when it's ready, you guys will get it next year. Okay, and I'll do the it. plug for B.O.M.B. is one of the most cohesive projects to come out of Boston in the past year. That's no gas. That's some true shit. Stream it everywhere. It's, it's eclectic and you actually it provides value when you listen to it. You're like, damn, nice. I understand her perspective and I understand. And the beats is popping too. You can dance to it. And, and, I, and I hope this wasn't cut, but hit it right like a Israelite. Israelite. Okay, all right. Just do the last plug. Yeah. Um, I'm Chi. Sometimes they call me Queen Chi, and this was my golden hour. But hit him with the wink. That was smooth last time. What? The wink. You hit him with oh. the This is Chi, and this is my golden hour. And this is your third one, and thank you for being nah, patient. Thank you. I'm happy that he wanted to have me on here so bad that we had to do it three times. Golden is a gang ho. I stay up on the bang bros. She gonna do what I say so. I'm running to the pesos